You're listening to the O Shift Audio Blog, hosted by Jennifer Powers and Mark Tucker, a weekly boost for shift heads all across the world. Welcome to the O Shift Audio Blog. This is Mark Tucker. I'm Jennifer Powers. Well, thank you all again for joining us this week. I'm kind of excited. We're getting close to 100 episodes. Oh, yeah. Did you notice that? I did. You did you? Uh, Ah-ish. No. <laughs> <laughs> I figured once you got past your toes and fingers and counting, you just lost track. 100 episodes. Wouldn't that be like two years? Getting close. Wow. Getting that's close. that's kind of creepy. Uh. Time's going very fast. <laughs> is it creepy? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, kind of exciting. And folks, you probably noticed a lot of activity here in the ocean shift world. Mm. Have you noticed no. uh, Jennifer Powers? Mm-mm. Well, a um, lot of advertising for the speaking that you're doing these days. Ah, yes. And a uh, new uh, speaking page, both on the Jennifer Powers site and on the O-Shift site. Ah, very nice, very nice. Very cool. New uh, video and just kind of narrows down some of the, the speaking that you do. Sweet. How do I look in the video? Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, awesome. no, it's exciting. We love, that's really the way that we get out on the road and meet shift heads. Yeah, and create shift heads. And create shift heads. I mean, literally, if it hadn't been for your speaking, I, I mean, there's there's thousands of people that we would have never met. Right. That are listening to us right now that know us because of... Could be your, hundreds of thousands. Could be bazillions or even Brazilians. <laughs> 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 So many of you connected uh, from, connected to Jen by watching her on her keynote. So that's where we're asking you to uh, take a look at jenniferpowers.com, go to the speaking page, or oshift.com, go to the speaking page, and share that with somebody that you know that might be putting on a conference or an event that mm. might be looking for a great inspirational speaker. Yeah, I'd love that. Well, and, and really, that's the way that historically we've gotten a lot of our speaking engagements is by people being excited about it and going home and, and touting it. Yeah, particularly in the Northeast. We have to spread some love in the Northeastern part of the country, you know, really? the tri-state area, yeah. then Rhode Island, yeah. Connecticut, Maine, New Hampshire, Delaware, New Jersey, <laughs> Pennsylvania, Maryland. <laughs> All of those important places. I can tell you, Jen's not even looking at a map right now. You know a lot of states. <laughs> That's your old stomping ground, right? Yeah, and we need to make our mark there So and spread the love. So if you or someone you know lives in that northeastern region, set us up. Set us up. You can send me an email, marketoshift.com, and I will uh, communicate with whoever, and we'll make it happen. Awesome. And we'll head your way. Great. Yeah, exciting. All right, so this week I wanted to talk about making shifts. I mean, mm. that's what this is all about. And something that that you used to do, maybe, that you try to do differently now. Yeah. And I think that is the essence of shifting, isn't it? Well, it's one way to create shift in your life is to use your past experience to change how you want to move forward in the future. Right. Right. And I think that's self-reflection Right, reflecting on what went well, what didn't go well, what you want to carry into your future, and what you don't want to. And I, I, I know a lot of people um, reflect on the past, but I was just working with a client today who has a tendency to really spend a lot of time in the past, and that leads to like self berating and self flogging, and it really gets in the way of her moving forward right. into the future. And so. You know, we were coaching around how she could honor that past, but also use it to her advantage in the future. Right, 
right? Did you guys come up with something? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course Swing we did. and miss. Of course we did, yeah. <laughs> so that might be an opportunity for our listeners to do that. What What have you, like, what have you learned in your past that um, maybe you carry into the future that you're shifting around? Well, well here's what, what brought it to my thought process mm. is that Jen and I, we just celebrated our fourth anniversary. Yes, we did. Yay. Happy anniversary. Oh, thank you. You mm-hmm. too. And uh, that, of course, is marriage, but we've been we've been in business about the same length of time. But one thing I was sort of reflective of as we had our anniversary is, you know, in my first marriage, mm. I, I feel like I made mistakes that I wasn't sort of present about changing then. There was mm. no impetus to change. Mm-hmm. And of course, my marriage that first marriage didn't last. So well, it lasted 20 years. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's hey. kind of lasting in today's world. <laughs> I'm a champ after all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I would consider myself a self-reflective person. And when I went to the, to the marriage with you, I mm-hmm. wanted to make changes or the relationship with you, mm-hmm. you know. Did you, did you find... You wanted to make changes, like, like in the way you were in marriage? Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, I think, I think yes. Exactly. And and so not I didn't want to change everything, but I wanted to fix mistakes. Right. Yeah. You know, I wanted to I, I it be I became aware of things that I was doing that weren't yeah. serving the marriage. That you didn't want to repeat. Right. Because they weren't getting you the results that you wanted. Yeah. Yeah, that's a true shift head. It's the people who get out of a marriage, don't do that reflection, don't take stock and um, reflect on what went wrong and what they want to do differently in the next marriage. And there's a lot of people out there, and I'm not saying like they're good, bad, or ugly. I'm just saying a lot of people marry kind of the same person yeah. again, yeah. and then sometimes again. Right. And it's when we stop and look, just like anything, like when we go to a job interview, if if we don't do well in the first interview, we need to ask ourselves what, what about that do I need to change? What about that do I need to keep around right. so that I can do better in the next interview? Well, and, I, and I'll take it a step further because many of our listeners are married right now for the first time. Mm. And I think this is information that you can use in your first... I don't think you have to like have a ruined situation before you make that change. You can stop midstream right, and say, right. things that aren't serving me, I can change right now. I can reflect. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Of course you can. And we're not all that like super awesome that we can like recognize like I don't think like I don't hold it against myself that in my first marriage I didn't see the things that were um making it go bad sure do you know what I mean like I I can't like hold myself like I can't blame myself completely I can blame myself partially but I was young I didn't have much experience I didn't read a lot of books I didn't seek guidance or counseling you know right so I have to go easy on myself. But now, in reflection, that experience is my book. That experience is the counseling. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And um, I can move forward with it. But so, yeah, you can nip it. Yeah. But some people aren't that awesome. Well, right. But I, I think listeners who are in their first marriage that are listening right now, this, this may be a wake-up call that allows them to do that. Sure. Now. now. So you want to focus on marriage. Is there something you want to tell me? Yes. <laughs> I want to get ready for my third marriage. I want to make some changes. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> All right, so go ahead. Well, I've just, I, oh, I thought maybe there was some way that you have changed. I I would say that if there was an area that I changed yeah. for my first is that I became less nitpicky about things. Ah, yes. Maybe a little less self-righteous mm-hmm. about the way I did things and that, 
she should have done it my way. Really? Yeah. You're saying it's different now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't nitpick you. No, nor do I nitpick you. No, not at all. Mm-mm. No, that is a nice change. So you recognize that that wasn't what? Why did you want to change that? Because I realized that when things were breaking down, I wasn't I wasn't happy that things were breaking down the first time. Mm. Obviously, things have worked out well for me since. Mm-hmm. But at the time... I had wished that I had maybe done things differently because I felt, you know, somewhat responsible for yeah. what was happening. And one of the things is is that nitpicking. It's like mm-hmm. as things were breaking down, I'm like, I took this for granted. You know, those things that I was being judgmental about, I would take all of them right now to keep this thing going. How did you figure that out, though? Well, I think when it was breaking down, it was very... I was very aware of it. I was, How? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm self-reflective. Didn't you, when you when things were breaking down, didn't you become self-reflective about things that you wanted to change next time? Um, I had to ask. So the way I did that was I asked myself what what did, what went wrong. I guess it's asking like what what wasn't working, and then why did I think that wasn't working. And then, of course, you know, counseling. I think talking to people yeah. helped. Um, also, my spouse, gave, you know, let me in. My ex-spouse let me in on right. some of the newsworthy stuff. <laughs> kind of came print. clean. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I think there's different ways. Like, if you're in a marriage now, like, are you having those conversations? Asking your partner, what what could I be doing better, more of or less of? Right. You know? Yeah. And if you're leaving a marriage, maybe you can ask yourself, what role did I play in this being our outcome. Right. You know? Right. I think uh, it's it's tough. Um, sometimes an out, that's why I say sometimes an outside source can be helpful. Yeah. No, I think that's a great point. I mean, I think that like, you're talking like a counselor or somebody like that. Yeah. Or even a friend, you know? Like I was extremely codependent on my first husband. Right. Um, to, a, to a really ugly fault. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until a friend said to me, you know you really are dependent on, she didn't use the word codependent, but she's like, you're really dependent on what he thinks and feels. And she was observing my actions when his actions were changing. Right. um, And emotions. And I'm like, really? Like I didn't, I would have never seen that. Right. You know, and then I looked into it. I Googled it actually. (laughs) And um, then I got counseling around it, you know, and I realized, oh my God, I do not want to be that attached. Yeah. Emotionally attached to the next person. Right. Right. No, I remember that when we started mm-hmm. getting together, you were that was a big theme for you. You didn't want to fall back in the same right. hole. Now, were, were you? What, did this friend come to you when things were breaking down, or was that beforehand? No, I think it was breaking down. Yeah. I, I don't remember actually. I know my mother had told me, you know, you act like his mother. Like I act like my <laughs> ex-husband's mother. I'm like, shut up, mother. <laughs> did she say no, it like I didn't. that? Yeah, she said it like that, and. Um, and that, she was right, 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 because mother's always right, but I just didn't want to hear it. But then later, that was early on, like, mid-marriage, yeah. everything was fine. I'm like, what'd you talk about, Willis? Right. And then later, I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. I, I, Not that I mothered him, but, like, I took care of him like he was a child. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a loving, like with love. Sure. But pff, that's not healthy. I don't want to do that again. It didn't work. It's interesting you say that because, like you mentioned a few minutes ago, when we're in it and we don't see yeah. necessarily see a problem with it, we're not. Going That's what to I'm saying. I thought it was awesome um, the way I was yeah. nurturing my husband. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Turns out, it didn't have a long shelf life. Right. 
you know, but hindsight's twenty twenty. So I'm saying you might not always see it, but heed the warnings or heed the um, tips, right, that the people tips. are dropping. You know, we don't want to hear them all yeah. the time, but maybe you go, huh, there's a reason that person made that observation. Right. That's why I like the counselor idea because they're really a neutral. Mm-hmm. I mean, the friends sometimes, they're not going to tell you your faults. No, but they can be, they, they see it, you know, yeah. they, they see the interaction like with great frequency (laughs) and with great reality that a counselor doesn't have access to. Right. Are you willing to go to a friend right now and say, can you point out some of my My friend does. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend, my N friend. Right. She starts, I mean, she tells me, her name starts with N. (laughs) My friend tells me (laughs) she she will often highlight very kindly what she's witnessing in terms of like the dynamic that I speak of between you and me. Wow, that's a good friend. You didn't friend. know that, did you? Well, I mean, you've alluded a little bit yeah. to it, but yeah, that's a good friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she doesn't seem to have a lot of ego wrapped in it. She's just trying to help. No, and so I have now permission to do that with her, and um, we do it in a way that we can both hear, and yeah. I think that mirror is important. I think it's amazing and wonderful, and I think the very few of us have it. I don't mm-hmm. have that. Mm-hmm. I have to wait till you tell me. I know. <laughs> I'm usually like, in a fit of you rage. You do have it over here. <laughs> Always but well. But you in. listen. You know, you're willing to hear sure. it. Sure. Which is good. Yeah. So cookie for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if you're a listener, then um, maybe think about that. Do you have somebody out there who's a either a friend or a therapist that can give you that kind of feedback so that you can you can start working on the things that maybe aren't serving you yeah. in your relationship or in, or otherwise. Or in other parts, in your work, in your friendships, in your health, in, I mean, your drinking, in your, com- your communication skills, in whatever. Yeah. There's always room. We just talked about marriage today or relationship, but there's a lot of opportunity to reflect on what's not. How many, how many times have I reflected on what I said? Right. My communication has improved slowly, albeit yeah. over the years, because I'm constantly reflecting, as many people are. Did I, how I said that, did that land well? Right. How could I have said that better? It's the same thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. Good stuff. I hope, you, uh, I hope it helps you. I'm sure it does. And uh, we will see you next week. And in the meantime, love yourself. Thanks for listening. To get your free copy of O-Shift or hear more audio blogs, head over to oshift.com. While there, find out how you can get more involved with the worldwide O-Shift movement.